This is a HeadGum Original. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. A golden mic that's so elusive The podcast slowly kills you Losing every time You look so tired Weird reaction for listening to that song, right? Oh, I heard the song earlier, and it was kind of a bummer. So I was listening to uh, "Party Hard" by Andrew WK while it played yeah. for you. It definitely it looked incongruous for sure. Your phone also <laughs> rang during it. So yeah, you were, I had a you were dancing with the, with the rock horns out, and then the phone yeah. for sure. And then the phone, yeah, yeah. That's really interesting. That was actually my brother. So if. Ben, if you're listening, you actually called during that moment in time. Oh, I thought I thought the guy that wrote the theme song was your brother Ben. So oh, that'd be no. cool. Uh, yeah. No, the guy that wrote the theme song, quite frankly. And do you know that that's mm-hmm. a Radiohead parody? I didn't. It sounded like a Crash Test Dummies song. I thought I thought that's the what it was parodying. But yeah, I don't think I knew that song. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do we have if somebody parodied that song for us already? Yes, it does sound familiar. That's a great song. Uh, this one is Radiohead's No Surprises. No something, no surprises. Uh, I liked mass- it. I, maybe I'd like Radiohead. I never really, I only, the only song I know by them is that uh, I'm a creep one. Yeah. What about Karma Police? Okay, I know that one too. Yeah. That's it. Radiohead is what like the cool high schoolers were listening to at my high school. It's like, I would listen to basic mm-hmm. music, but like, whoa, the interesting artistic kids are listening to Radiohead. Yeah, not me. And still not me. Um, This is a massive day one fan from the Netherlands. Loved your show in Amsterdam a while back. Um, Oh, amazing. Nothing to plug, so I'll plug my home city of Utrecht, a beautiful 
less crowded version of Amsterdam. Oh, that sounds great. We should go. Utrecht. Do you uh, remember our show in Amsterdam? Wasn't that a weird one? Yeah, I remember the theater being like awesome. It was like, it looked like a futuristic hotel. Like there was good food and glass. Yeah, like, walls. That's, and... I remember. I remember too. Like usually we ate like garbage before a show, and this they had like grilled salmon, couscous, a bunch of like vegetables. It was very healthy and good. Yeah, it was like talking about inc- incongruous. It was like a a, a venue for a. Th- philharmonic and then we were just like yeah and then i asked the question what do i do if my girlfriend snail trails on my sheets <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> oh man good will stuff. you will you plug the symphony that's playing here tomorrow on your way out we still have to mm-hmm. sell some tickets for that it's quite apropos because this next question is about a butt plug <laughs> <laughs> Daniel Gruthuysen is who wrote that song. Nice. Gruthuysen. 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 Yeah. And Gruthuysen to you. <laughs> Gruthuysen. Gruthuysen, yes. Uh, this is If I Were You, the only advice pod in the world that references Utrecht, a beautiful, less crowded version of Amsterdam. I am Amstel Blumtheysen. <laughs> Whoa. And yeah. I am Jacobin Hirwitzenwagen. <laughs> That's cool. And we're fucking Dutch now. That's all it takes. Um, awesome. Is Savage. There, is there an easy way to become uh, European citizens? Like, can I prove that a grandparent or something was born and had to flee and then I can just get like a European passport? Yeah, I think depending on where your family fled the Holocaust, it's actually, it could be easy. Do you know where they were pre-Israel? Yeah, I think Romania and Poland. Interesting. Yeah, I think there is, there are ways, um, I know they're like, I looked into it once and I remember like, there's some, there's certain countries where it's easier to get um, that EU passport than others, but definitely if, um, if if your ancestors fled the Holocaust, then that's a way in, and but you have to be able to prove it. Okay. But it's no, you don't necessarily have to. I don't know. I guess you have to be able to prove it, but it is kind of weird because they like, you know, mass graves and burned records, et cetera, et cetera. Right. So it seems kind of unfair if the onus is on you to prove it. But I mean, I guess it, it can be done. Is it crazy to think that Romania should be honored to have me as a citizen? Is that um, nuts for them, for me to want them, to, uh, for me to wait to have them yeah. invite me to be a citizen? It's especially nuts, like it's nuts considering how hard that sentence was for you to get out, that you feel like you're a man worthy of Romanian citizenship. Not only just having the citizenship, but but being heralded by the country of Romania, them begging you to be a citizen. Yes, I do think that's nuts that you would expect. I that. really think... I know you do. The entire city of Bucharest should look fucking unveil a red carpet and have me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is clear. We know, That's not like... <laughs> don't think that this is a reveal of your opinion. <laughs> you, you basically said this as soon as you asked the question. We knew you were, where you were headed. I really don't see a world where the entire village of Timi Soara 
doesn't invite me over for tea. I think it'd be interesting to have you accepted and rejected by Romania. So like a statue is constructed <laughs> and everyone turns up to kind of like do that thing where they pull it down with ropes and then everyone <laughs> cheers. <laughs> And hung in the Times Square of, let's say, <laughs> Baia Mare. Yeah, you're doing a great job of learning the names of all of the cities right now, though. Yeah, just like the, just uh, go out to dinner in Mangalia, but have them pay for it would be... Could we do a, could, do you think we could do a show in Mangalia? It looks like a really nice city. It's like on the water. I mean, my wow. God. Do you, I are bet you still there's a lot of cool. There's a lot of cool cities in the world that I bet like mm-hmm. are even better than America in a way because it's like. Do you think there's a place for you to live that's better than Silver Lake? I don't know. I really, really need to be close to a Whole Foods. Yeah, but I feel like you probably could be. I mean, essentially, what you like about Sil- like the Whole Foods isn't even the food; it's just the hot bar. I'd so like I feel to, like yeah, I'd like to be able to get like teriyaki chicken but also a samosa yeah exactly you want a buffet every night and i think you could find that in like one of those european seaside markets yeah sure take a look at mangalia romania okay do you want to go do you want to move there uh well i'd have to sort of get a temperature check first for me to live there might be a little uh Mm -hmm. fast (laughs) i mean Mangalia. It yeah. feels like it would be Mangalia, not Mangalia, like right? The, it kind of looks like the Hawaii of Romania. Yeah. It's definitely near water. It. I thought it was going to be a, a, have a bit more, like, character than this. Yeah. And it looks... It looks like Florida. It looks like... Um, yeah, it looks like Florida. That's exactly what it looks like, and not Miami. It's the Florida of Romania. I don't even know where Romania is. Oh, there we go. Yeah, we were kind of get, getting lambasted in the comments with our lack of European geography. Remember that really? one, well, the one episode yeah, we were like pointing to, to and we were just thousands of miles away from the countries. Yeah. I really wonder if those folks um, just like to lambast us, but they themselves actually wouldn't necessarily know where Romania is. Yeah. Or maybe or, they're from or like, there. Yeah, and, or even if they're not, and they know geography, maybe there's shit that we mm-hmm. know that they don't. That we could be like, yeah, but can you do this or yeah, something exactly. like that to zing right. back? Right. I feel like I must know something more than they know something. You know, right? Like, like what's your area maybe of it's expertise that you could be like, yeah, I might not know where fucking um, Lithuania is, but have you ever heard of? Yeah, like and I could name any single porn star. Um, well, it would be something like that. Does not- anal? <laughs> yeah. I was and thinking like you could name a porn general. star, and I would tell. I would be able to tell you if trivia. they do anal, <laughs> or like yeah, that is true. Po- how politics works in America, or something interesting like that. Like, right. yeah, can you name yeah. the state senator from New York, or something like that? Name. Name, like, anyone who won an AVN award from 2012 to 2020, and I'll tell you if they do anal. Um, yeah, I don't know. Riley Reed? Yes. <laughs> okay. Do you know the senator one about New York? or Who the senators are? No, if they do anal. 
<laughs> Schumer does anal for sure. That's why they call him Chuck. Because he once <laughs> chucked anal. <laughs> what? He once chucked anal. I heard it. I heard it. Didn't make any sense on the day. Yeah. Uh, all right. Let's answer some questions from real people. They're in yeah. sticky situations. They're trying to get out of their mess. And we'll that. do our best to help. Here's Sweet. A, here's a pretty recent one. A freshie, we should call it, from last weekend. A, a Halloween party, yeah. Uh, last weekend, my boyfriend and I hosted our second annual Halloween party. Is there a famous female costume? What was your costume this year, I should ask? Uh, it was a black cat, again. Got it. Um, okay. Sarah was there. Those, uh, she was Carmen Sandiego. Okay, that's good. Carmen Sandiego writes, It was Matrix-themed. Uh, the party was at our house and quite large, extending invites to the Friends of Friends zone, which was mistake number one. Hmm. Anyway, at one point, there was a long line to get into the bathroom. I jokingly and lightheartedly yelled out, Hey, who's pooping in there? No pooping allowed on the Matrix party. Mind you, I had no idea who was inside. It was just a funny poop joke, right? Wrong. This bitch comes out of the bathroom oh my God. a chick i'd never met before in my life and she was pissed sis must have actually been pooping she threatened to beat me up for making a comment about her she chased me through the house onto the back <laughs> deck where a verbal altercation ensued she said i looked like a 50 year old woman and that she would kick my ass i'm 24 uh she then punches me in the head over a poop oh joke i can't make this shit up my friends had my back, and they had to drag her off my property and get her an Uber. My question is, what do I do now? I don't really want her to get away with literally assaulting me. Should I be the bigger person or move on? Or should I be petty and dox the bitch slash post the footage of her threatening me? Should I get back to at her in a funny way? Should I press charges? I low-key want to ruin her life. <laughs> and then the emoji of crying from laughter. <laughs> I low-key want to ruin her life. It is funny oh, to imagine man. like a a Curb episode where, or just like a, a sticky situation where somebody beats the shit out of you and you have the video of it and you're like, I'm going to post this online just to ruin this person's life. But you also look like uh, a huge weakling because it's you're getting the <laughs> shit beat out of you. Check this out. This crazy person beat my ass Jesus. for next to no reason. You punched Wow, you so couldn't defend poorly. yourself? <laughs> she, Look at you. Yeah, here you are running away through your house. Yeah, you she escaped onto the back me. porch. Yeah. yeah. Isn't that crazy? Wow. Oh, look at this. You're trying to pay her off. You're giving her money. You're saying, leave me alone. Yeah, but she didn't even take it. She ended up kicking me in the chair. <laughs> That's really fucked. Um, it feels like this thing has like run its course, right? That's kind of you. You want to you want to nip this in the bud. You want to let you want to put this to rest. Yeah, some people think... do, and some people want. They like the drama. They like the vengeance of it all. She wants to low key ruin her life. Yeah, I think if it's like if you got hit and you actually have like medical expenses, if you have to, if you're if you're not okay, then. You can press charges. You can sue somebody to cover your medical bills because that actually is on them. But if it's like you feel fine, you're just more like, you know, it's almost like this is a petty thing. Like that was 
like so random, so weird. She punched me in front of my friends and now I'm going to ruin her life. That feels like a, uh, like an overreaction to what happened. Yeah. Not that what she did was good, but just that I, th- I do think that being the bigger person is probably the move here. I wonder why the lady was so mad about the poop joke. No pooping in the matrix. And then you get out of there and start fucking wailing on somebody. It, should, it must have been like the last straw. She must have been going through something anyway. I think that anytime I've ever like gotten that frustrated at somebody, it was never like um, I was perfectly fine. Then they did something and then I freaked out. Um, this, hap- this is loosely related, but I, I, was on, I was on the highway yesterday or two days ago. Yeah. Um, driving back from Red Hook with Jill. Jill's taking a nap. She's asleep. And there's this part of the highway where like all of the the cars are going from like four lanes to three lanes to two and then to one. We've been sitting there for like 20 minutes and everyone's just like inching along. And then these cars keep on coming. Yeah, they just like, you know, they ride up on the curb and then they try to break, like go in at the last second. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this is so annoying. T- like two people did it. I see a, a third one coming. I'm like, I, I'm not going to stand for this. Yeah. And I just pulled out kind of onto the shoulder and oh, I took good. up uh, two lanes. each lane. You not letting them out. Yeah. You yeah not letting out. this guy pass. Right. Um, but then, uh, so that's where it's related to the story. Just that like, I wasn't mad when the first person did it. It's always just like that that third thing where you're like, you know what? Fuck this. I'm going to do something. The straw that um, broke the camel's back. Yeah. Did you but feel like an person... F1 driver sort of boxing someone out on a curve? I felt like a little bit of a hero. I felt like the, the, the other folks around me who had seen everyone cutting and who were now seeing me put an end to the cutting. Yeah, that's good. They were like happy. But my dog's in the backseat, also asleep. Jill's asleep. And this guy, it was the wrong person to do it to. He just starts like laying on his horn. Oh wow! And I'm like, well, I don't want to, I don't want to do this. And then he rolled down his window and he stuck his head out and he was wearing a fucking clown mask. Um, <laughs> and we, but like one of the fucking freaky ones, like the angry, scary clown yeah. mask. He basically looked like the jokester after he yeah. killed someone. So he's just like riding with his head out the window. Yeah, exactly. So I pulled back into my lane. Then he pulled up and he just is sitting next to me. Jill's still asleep, hangs his head out the window and starts like bobbing it side to side. Um and he must have been saying something, but I couldn't hear it. And, uh, and I didn't know what else to do. So I just started laughing because I was like, if he thinks I'm having a fun time, he can't be mad. And sure enough, he drove off. Laughter is the worst medicine. <laughs> yeah. Gets out of his car. <laughs> oh, shit. I'm antagonizing the do? clown. What would I do? Jill, wake up and help. Right. Bingo, do something. Was this daylight or was this at night? Daylight. Bright daylight. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. And if I had taken a video, he beats the shit out of me. I post it online. I say, I got my ass kicked by a, a clown who wanted to cut me off. <laughs> like a clown, like a bad driver? Yeah. Like, yeah. Would I, if I had footage of this guy getting out of his car and beating the shit out of me, would I post it to ruin his life? <laughs> I don't know. Look at this really clown. Don't. It would, yeah. Would you want to be viral on TikTok for that? Yeah. 
The answer is I, yes. It's always good to be viral. True. But as far as what I would do, I would always err on the side of getting uh, the whole situation over with. I wouldn't want yeah. to prolong, see this person again. What's the point? Right. You have, there's consequences. This person is not allowed to come to any more of your parties. This person, everybody will know that this person, actually the, the lasting reputations on her are worse. She's the party pooper. She is the one who was pooping at a party and then got called out and got so mad that she got into a fight and that she chased someone. That's so good. I think the it's already an appropriate, appropriate uh, punishment for the crime. Yeah. I like that she was a literal party pooper. Yeah, exactly. In fact, <laughs> I guess you could call her a party pooper. <laughs> that was, I mean, that was the intention of my... Uh, of when I said, like the pun was intended so yeah don't feel like you <laughs> i was gonna say yeah joke right. of the ep so far but yeah i agree i agree that is a golden mic for me because it was my joke i said party pooper and that would be a turdy for you obviously because of the way you handled it you basically heard my joke thought you could say it louder in a different way and skate by and that's tacky let's go to break this is crazy. Now I feel like <laughs> I'm taking a shit. I wish I had the courage to stand up for myself the way this pooper did. That would be awesome. But keep, you don't. Yeah. Keep pushing. Yeah. Me. You don't have I, a back. Yeah. You don't have a backbone. I was why say, don't you go to? Hey, me. Why don't you go to? Why don't you go to break? You little bitch. I will. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But I want to why anyway. You, yeah. <laughs> right. Why don't you do exactly like I told you to do? Sure. And, go to what? Break. and why don't you thank some sponsors? Okay, I'm down. What you did. <laughs> Let's do that. Okay. By the way, say thank you for the turdy. Thank you. <laughs> I was going to. <laughs> Asshole. <I'm> so sad. <laughs> What'd you call? <laughs> Nothing, dude. I wanted to get in a jab so that I can convince myself we're sort of ribbing each other. Jerk. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for the turdy, and I'm an asshole. Womp womp. <laughs> so sad. <laughs> womp womp. Sad tram trombone. That. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. All right, BRB. Okay. Thank you to Squarespace for sponsoring this episode of our show. Indeed. Indeed. Simply put, it's the easiest way to create a professional-looking website. Couldn't agree more, bud. That's it. Yeah. That's the tweet. <laughs> um, no, they do have a lot more than that. It's uh, right. it's a, it's they have twenty-four-seven award-winning customer support. They have very simple drag-and-drop technology. You can code, you can design mm -hmm. a professional-looking website without knowing much about how the internet works. You can sell. You can launch and sell product from Squarespace. Yes. That's right. You can even purchase a domain name through squarespace for example jake what can people purchase boneheader.com boneheader it's like interesting that's pretty good yeah yeah it's like if you're a boneheaded person but you're doing a boneheader of move you know what i mean what about fitnessnah.com so it's sort of like a relaxation technique mm -hmm. slash way to say damn the man with regards yeah. to fitness it's a movement about not going to the gym 
Fitness. It's nah. a it's an anti movement, really. No, it's that's a non movement movement. Is anti movement yeah. one? Anti movement. Uh, I'll like have it to be. check it out later. Actually, let me look right now. Anti movement.com is not available. Don't yeah. buy that one. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I wouldn't. But so it's more fitness of a fitness <laughs> Yeah. It's more of a fitness <laughs> nah thing. Yeah. Uh, Squarespace AI also is a great way to kickstart or update written content on any website. They can generate instant personalized results that know and show your brand identity. Pretty cool there too. Incredible. So the way to get in on this action and uh, launch your own website soon enough Mm -hmm. is to go to squarespace.com slash segments. Segments. And when you're ready to launch, you use that coupon code segments at checkout to save 10% off their already low, low prices. Beautiful. Again, check out squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash segments to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Thanks, folks. Thanks, Squarespace. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crow portrays an ex-homicide detective, unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. And we're back. Jake, do you have any... Stackable wire shelves, buddy. Stackable wire stackable shelf buddies? Wire shelves. I'm, ca- I'm saying stackable wire shelves and then calling you buddy. Oh, I see. Yeah. What's, a st- what's an example of a stackable wire shelf? Okay, so you're you open up your cabinet, uh-huh. right? And you've got say that's where you keep your snacks. Okay. Um, you open up your cabinet. How do you how are you getting access to the to the snacks? Are they just kind of all sitting on the like the base of the cabinet? Yeah. Uh, on the shelf of that cabinet, and uh-huh. you have to reach back. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, you can put a little wire shelving unit with pullout. Oh, I see. Like, kind of turn in everything there. into a two-story little compartment. Exactly. So instead right. of front so and it's back, not all it's just top like, and bottom. Right. Exactly. Precisely. That's exactly what I'm talking about. And these and are probably very affordable because it's just uh, pieces of wire. Yeah, I was. I think I bought um, a few at the container store, like fourteen dollars a shelf. Yeah. And it really gives you a lot more room because you you can store things right below the drawer you can store things in the drawer you can store things on the next drawer up and also on the top of the wire shelf so that deep cabinet storage that you can never really ever tell what was back there yeah you now have access to everything and with access comes responsibility as we all know yeah well as long as you have access and control then you also inherit the responsibility are you moving snacks from their natural containers to uh, uniform containers that you've purchased? It depends on the snack, but occasionally that will happen. So with cereal, are you leaving it in the box or are you transferring it to one of those pop-top containers? Cereal goes to a tall 
uh, kind of like plastic tub Tupperware style thing. And when you finish the cereal, are you adding more cereal to that same tub or do you give it a dishwasher full rinse rebrand? Or are you okay with adding pretzels to the crumbs of the cereal that was there, thus making the entire thing some sort of a hodgepodge of the flavors because you have to get out of your ass. You're crying. You're crying. I know what you want me to say. Let me come over and let me organize your stuff, man. Yeah, I guess I was just curious how uh, if you ever. I'll do a wash. That. I'll do a hand wash, more than a rinse, but not a not a dish wash. Not yeah. a not a put it in the dishwasher. Uh, I'll do a hand wash on that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, for sure you have to. I was gonna say for sure you do have to. You what's your like What's your storage game like? Is every I will dump in your everything on the ground and have a family <laughs> feed bag for weeks. Ants, dogs, me eating off the mm-hmm. fucking floor without my hands. Got it. And when you're done with that, do you wash the floor? I burn the it? house because nice. the entire place is sticky. Fair. Well, I had a piece of tape on my um finger. <laughs> Why? Did I have to let it linger? <laughs> <laughs> Why did? What were you taping? Uh, I was putting a banana on the wall because I was sick of hurting my back. <laughs> quite frankly. Oh my God! You're a hoarder. <laughs> you're you're guarding a hoard in your house. You have. <laughs> plastic bags of your own feces you won't throw anything away (laughs) yeah i'm sort of what's it called at burning man when you leave no trace of your remnants or whatever yeah what is that out of place uh leave no trace you're you're thinking you're talking about moop yes no in no out or something like that what does that stand for um no, moop stands for matter out of place it's it's just something you have to be cognizant of at burning man you're but you're also maybe thinking of the leave no trace policy i see yes yeah exactly so that's how i want to leave this house i don't want to like make sure that people knew that mm-hmm. i was like actually peeping and pooping in here right i see you torch it all return it to the earth yes a controlled fire <laughs> Exactly. And if half your neighborhood goes with it, that's fine. Because ultimately, they're all in this together with me. Did right. you get any trick-or-treaters? Um, I think we got like, you know, two or three. Nobody, yeah, nobody was either. like coming. Yeah, no one was like going down the street ringing doorbells. There was kind of like a few families that walked down the street almost as if like on parade and people were out on their stoops and the kids could come and like grab candy. But it wasn't like ding dong trick or treat i wonder if that happens now or if that's just like like basically i'm wondering if that was happening in spring glen where i grew up like were the kids walking door to door ringing doorbells was it full-on trick-or-treat like it was back when i was a kid or is that just like less does that happen less now i think it's it contains streets like it's not on everywhere every street like a lot of like neighborhoods congregate onto like this row of houses that do it but if you're not in that row of houses, you just don't, you're not in the action. Yeah. I bought all this. I mean, we have a huge bowl of candy that uh, didn't make, didn't get a dent in it. Yeah. So I'll be eating those Mounds bars. Yeah, off the floor. And the Almond Joys. <laughs> Maybe that's why nobody took it, because your candy sucks. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> there's a reason. There's some racist in there. <laughs> Stop laughing like that, man. You're uh, having a seizure. <laughs> I'm having a mounds bar. <laughs> How about this actual sad question we got? We never really answer sad questions. I'm curious. I'm intrigued by a sad question. Should we do a sad question only episode sometime? That'd be nice. Then we can play that Radiohead song again. Is it raining yeah. in New York? Maybe we can match the mood. No, actually, it was raining this morning, but the sun just broke through. It's gorgeous fuck. right now. Shit. Don't say fuck. It's happy for me. Yeah, oh, but it's bad really, for the oh, mood. It's just incredible warm light on the block. It's really nice. Let's finish this up so I can get outside. <laughs> uh, okay. My girlfriend and I have been dating for three years. Through COVID, transferring schools, multitude of things and events. When, uh, when are around us, people say, you guys have a great relationship and you guys are great for each other. When in reality, the past year has been fraught with emotional stress and we most likely put it on each other. After a very amicable, tearful conversation, we realized that we're, we're not working out and something has to change, blah, blah, blah. Same old conversations we've had many times, always ending in a stalemate. But following a night of sitting together, archiving photos on Instagram, looking at new apartments, followed by sleeping on the couch, I'm in a sorry state of mind, teetering between realizing our incompatibility and if we just learn how to communicate early enough in our relationship, it would have been savable, exemplified in a fitful night of pursuing our old photos and memories. I get quite literally a stabbing feeling of how wrong this feels and truly happy how our memories are. Maybe I need validation of something. Maybe I needed to vent. All I, uh, all I know is that if you guys have been with me for all my life until this point, oh, you guys have been. So at my right. most vulnerable, I turn to two American comedians who run a podcast network naturally. So I guess if I had my question, it would be thus. Should I naturally let things run its course? Time will heal, heal my wounds or not give in to the dying light and try to fix it? Okay. Well, I feel like you and I are going to have the exact same answer. Um, Which is you're 23 and you shouldn't force this round peg into a square hole. I was going to say, go to her. This is fixable. What? Uh, no, yeah, <laughs> kidding. Uh, no, I mean, I think this happens a lot. I know that it happened to me when I was leaving past relationships. You like start to remember things with the rose-colored glasses where you where you fixate on the good times and and then that makes you kind of be like, "Wait, what are we doing? We're throwing all of this away." Like all of the good memories. It feels like they're they're worthless now. Yeah. Um but that's just a natural that's a natural instinct that happens to everybody. And I think you have to remember to trust yourself because when you were in a more rational state, you decided that it wasn't right for you guys. And she also decided that too. So stay the course. And my advice would be to not do the archiving thing and the reflecting thing and the sleeping on the couch and staying in close proximity. Looking at a new apartment sounds great, but get out of there, extract yourself from the situation um, and then once you have some distance, you can go back and archive the Instagram photos. You can reach out and maybe have a friendship or something, but it's the half measures that are going to keep having you like waffling between your decisions and keep pulling you back and nothing's going to change. 
Yeah. And if it was truly meant to be, maybe you guys can separate for a year or two. And then like, all right, we tried that. And it was also bad. And we appreciate each other now at age 25, six, yeah. seven or whatever. Right. To be fair, you've already tried staying together and you actually have not tried breaking up. So try that and then see. Give both options, you know? Yeah. But you really do have to commit to the breakup and... Not easy, but the only way that it gets better is if you actually follow through and do it. If you sit there and wallow, then it doesn't actually feel like breaking up. It feels like wallowing. Yeah. And honestly, the worst it can be when you're alone is still kind of fine because you can sort of do whatever you want. Yeah. So even Try if you're alone, about... you still get to hang out with, well, me. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I was going to say to try to think about the positives, but hanging out with you, I mean, no I'm no saying offense. I'm going to be there yeah. with him. I right. want to watch some Canadian football with the guy. Yeah, I was just going to say that the the thought of being Take in a relationship Take me to your dealer. <laughs> Let's or... get high for a week and see if you even remember this whore's name. <laughs> God. God, you're lonely. <laughs> like, he goes. No, back you should to her be single instantly. like you should be single single like me. We'll Uncle hang out all the time Never had to have high. a girl. I actually hell. I actually need a friend. This will be perfect. <laughs> and now I eat off the floor. <laughs> so yeah, don't uh, don't turn around because you're gonna see her heartbreak and try the breakup thing and see how it goes. Yeah, I say try the breakup thing. See how that goes for sure. Most people do go through a bad breakup in their lives. It's, you know, a rite of passage in a way. Yeah, definitely. I think, I mean, I touched on it, but I'm telling you, I've been here too, where I was getting out of a relationship that wasn't right. And I still felt like that, like, oh, fuck moment. Like, what are, what are we doing? This, this is the wrong decision, but stayed the course and I'm much happier in my life now. There we go. Uh, okay. Let's take another sponsored break, thank somebody else, and come back with another cue. All right. Thank you to Rocket Money for sponsoring this episode of our program. Hell yeah. It's pretty simple. It's a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, and then it monitors your spending and helps lower your bills so that you can grow your savings. It's perfect for all those subscriptions that you tried and then forgot about, but you're actually paying for, and you don't even realize it, folks. I had, no joke, over a million dollars a month worth of subscriptions that I did not need. That's amazing. Did not That's need. That's amazing. That's so uh, much cash. I was buying 35 new houses a freaking month on yeah. this subscription box that I accidentally subscribed <laughs> to when I bark was high. Box. Yeah, bark yeah, box. Yeah, it came with the condos, yes. dozens of them a month. Mm -hmm. And I said, you know what? Let me do a quick little audit. Rocket Money came in and they're like, by the way, you're spending a one and a half million dollars a month. We could probably just cancel this one. Yeah. Like, damn. And I could use that. I did. Incredible. Yes. Congrats. And you should use that. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has saved them a total of $500 million. That's almost entirely me. $500 million in canceled subscriptions. Yeah. Most saving of yours. the average member only $740 a year, which is not as much as the $1.5 million a month that I saved, but still a lot of money to some people. For sure. So if you're looking to save some cash, which who isn't, mm -hmm. uh, you can stop wasting money on things you don't use, 
cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash segments. Segments. There's something in your bank account that doesn't need to be there. Rocketmoney.com slash segments will find it and eliminate it. Whoa. Nice. Again, that's rocketmoney.com slash segments. Segments. Take control of your finances today. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Rocket Money. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Boo, we're back. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> nice. This is a week after Halloween, so not super timely or relevant to hit him with a boo. Well, there's nothing well, scarier than spending the holidays with your loved ones. But do they love you? Not yours. Not yours. <laughs> I was going to say I wasn't yeah. invited to my family Thanksgiving dinner this year. Right. If you can believe that. <laughs> I can't. Help. I need somebody. Help. <laughs> I'm eating food off the floor. Help. <laughs> yeah. Your, your house, there's an eviction notice behind your head. <laughs> yeah, it was red tagged. It was it's red flagged. Obviously they a health can't. risk move me because of covid moratoriums at place <laughs> but what i can mm. do is keep on it's a hazardous on. living con li living situation they can repossess your house if you're a danger to yourself and others and i'm a hazard to myself <laughs> yeah you won't flush your toilet and that's fucked up it's irritating <laughs> Oh, we actually got another Canadian-themed sort of Halloween party question, so this is perfect. Great. I love that. Uh, I'm a guy from Canada who's been dating a girl for a year and a couple months, and it's been going really well until last week. She went to a Halloween party, and I wasn't able to make it to because I had work. The next day, she came up to me and told me that her and another girl were vaping and passing the smoke back and forth by kissing. I'm not a very jealous person. But she's bi and has had a girlfriend before. At first, it didn't bother me at all. But then the other girl came and apologized to me. Am I missing something? And is this actually something I should worry about? Or should I just carry that on like I have been? Thanks for the help and have a spooky Halloween. Hmm. This is a spooky question. I I'm feel like jealous. the other... <laughs> haunting yes this is the this is an act that will haunt your relationship it's funny to be like i forgive you it's okay and then have another apology that kind of signals that it was more serious than it seemed <laughs> wait she apologized and you didn't so maybe i am jealous and i'm mad at you mm -hmm. um so so the girlfriend came clean and apologized then the girl that she kissed came over and also apologized that's correct slash erect mm -hmm. in that I guess a bunch of guys were sort of chubbed out seeing this sort of vaping, kissing back and forth situation Wait. happen. It said that? No, I'm just assuming. I see. So you're thinking that they put on a show. 
Uh, not a formal one with invites and tickets, but <laughs> obviously yeah, it just not. seems like a crowd. I think you, this is. A, by... I think you misread the question. I think you misread it, or misinterpreted it. I think you read it correctly. I. I mean, I think I think moving on is the right vibe, and it's if if we you can't force actually being upset if you're not if you're like. I'm moving on. Should I be jealous? I think you should feel what you're feeling. And if it resurfaces, <laughs> then maybe that would signal, um, one, your girlfriend's not ready for a relationship. And two, maybe you don't care enough uh, to be in a re this relationship with her either. So just sort of feel what you feel naturally. Don't like try to see if you should be jealous based on how other people are acting. Yeah, yeah. If it's bothersome, um, let her know. And if it's not, actually, then you can just sort of keep on keeping on. Maybe this won't come yeah. up very often. This seems like a pretty right. specific situation she found herself in. But if it comes up again, then you would kind of just be like, well, it sounds like this isn't good for our relationship. This isn't good for us. This yeah. isn't good for Opa, as yeah. it were. Actually, I'm down to pass vape, too, if you want to kiss me. Right. <laughs> you mentioned that to the guy that was um, newly single. You said that you wanted to get high with him. <laughs> yeah. Now you're telling this person that you want to vape with them. And it Put feels, it stands the to weed reason. weed in my yeah. nose. You Light are it saying and that you're down to skull as a fucking bowl. Yeah. With strangers, with fans who write into the show, you want to hang out with them. At, honestly, during the lower points in their lives, you want to spend time with them, getting high, doing vapes. And <laughs> I feel like this is a cry for help from you, if I can be sincere for a moment. In a way, in a way. I do wonder if anyone wants to hang out with me, though. Right. Yeah. Did, did you notice that none of the questions ask about hanging out with you even though it's clearly very much on the table nobody's oh, ever true? like what should i do should i hang out with amir i wonder let me see yeah because like, i was gonna I say if anybody... they do we can almost monetize that but yeah and i was gonna say that nobody wants to spend time with you yeah this one is no go this one specifically right. said ps so how would you down to hang. you're offering it for free you're offering it for free. No and one wants it. And your and your reaction to that is maybe I should monetize it. I think because it's like no. it might be one of those. There's like this pretty interesting case study in this where uh, alcohol charged triple and the sales went up. Do you know what mm. I'm talking about? I don't actually. But yeah. don't reference I believe it case was... studies when you are hanging yeah. on to pieces of your feces <laughs> because you're a been. hoarder. Shivas Regal. Hmm. I think Chivas Regal used to just cost less, and then they raised their pricing, and it was kind of an interesting case study in yeah. consumer Stop. behavior. Consider you're all over the place. You're all over the place. <laughs> well, you have I could get into spirits. Is all at five thousand a bottle? Right. People would have to be intrigued. Fine. You know what? Why don't you do that? I'll host this podcast with somebody else. How's and that? I honestly could, even if I sold 10 a month, that's 50 grand. 10 a month of what? Of, the, yeah, of, of my liqueur. 5,000, yeah. Case study. Did you just Google case study? 
The Chivas Regal effect. Yes. Let me send you some literature. Who's I your manager? You, you know I don't have a manager. Yeah. So, uh, Chivas Regal was once a not reputable brand. Uh, and mm-hmm. instead of changing the quality of the whiskey, they decided to change the price. And the story has been known as the Chivas Regal effect. Uh, the term is used when an increase in price of our product drives increased sales. So for me to hang out with you or sell you a bottle of whatever the fuck at zero dollars. And now you're saying this plan into the microphone. So people might. (laughs) Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, this whole thing will be cut. Cut this out. Okay. All right, great. Cut this out. Yeah, this will be cut. This will obviously be cut. Oh, here's an interesting video. Escape from zip ties. (laughs) You're wasting time. You're a hoarder. You're an online hoarder as well as a physical one. I'm a time hoarder. <laughs> My new adult swim show. Time hoarder. Shmuel Blumenfeld time hoarder. Uh, okay. So I guess don't be jealous if you're not. Yeah, that sounds right. And if you are, let her know. An open communication is key. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay thank you for everybody's questions and theme songs if you have your own send them on down to if i were you show at gmail.com right on we're also watching jake and amir videos and commenting on them like reddit part one and two recently so if you're down to watch those that's on our patreon patreon.com slash ja ja and you can in, uh, as always up toke them to karma heaven oh yeah um Opening theme song, closing theme song was the Karma Police. Uh, no, not Karma Police. Radiohead cover right. by Daniel. Yes, Daniel Grutheisen. Daniel Grutheisen. Uh, so let's hear it again. It's called Turdies. Thanks for listening, everybody. Thank you. See you next week. A golden mic that so elusive The podcast slowly kills you Losing every time You look so tired was a HeadGum original.
Hey there, podcast listener. Good news. We're doing another HeadGum Happy Hour in New York City. Whoa, that's amazing news. Amir, why don't you tell the folks when and where it is? Okay, fine. It's Tuesday, May 7th at 7.30 p.m. at the Bell House. Okay, and why don't you tell everybody who the fucking hosts are? Yeah, that would be us. It would be, uh, we're hosting it. It's Jake and Amir. Okay, and how about this, you little piece of shit? Why don't you tell everybody who is going to be performing? Who is this show featuring? All right, I don't appreciate being called that, but it is featuring Charlie Bardet, Natalie Rodder Leitman of Exploration And why Live. don't you tell them, excuse me, why don't you tell them who else it's featuring? Yeah, Millie Tamara's and Elise Morales of the Go Touch Grass podcast and some surprise guests as well. More, yes. And Mir, why don't you go ahead and close this out now? You say something like, thanks for listening. We'll see you at the yeah. show or something like that. Why don't you go ahead yeah. and do that? Hmm? Uh, yeah, I will. It's, hmm? it's, uh, Can you do that? It, so go buy a ticket at headgum.com slash live and we'll see you there. All right. Bye.